You know, if this is the type of show that Netflix is going to put out to try to compete with HBO and Hulu and Disney and all that, then uh, I think they're in for a tough ride. I'm so glad I did not have to see this one. 90 podcasts ago, we did The Age of the Living Dead, and I said that that was probably the worst show I've ever seen, but I was really glad when I was not assigned this one. Well, you were originally, but it just worked out where I ended up having to watch the first episode <laughs> called Emma the Demon. It's only 24 minutes long. It feels much longer. However, wait, wait, hold on. I, I, I do need to ask in one word, describe this show. One word? Yeah, whether it's... The Bachelorette. The- it's basically just that. It's a twist on the blind dating, uh, speed dating, uh, and a mini, like, we're going to... They start with three contestants trying to get with this one girl right. and by the end of it they weeded them out to one so i have a couple different shows here i want to know the similarities and differences between them don't the you bachelor- want to know about the episode <laughs> well before we get into that i guess wanted to see how similar and different they were okay the bachelor uh, and bachelor right you kind of already mentioned terrace house terrace house is less like this because terrace house focuses on the same people every single week this is like a one-off you can watch this first episode and you're done with emma Emma is the main center of attention here. She's found her boyfriend. They're off for however long until next season or something. And then what about something like Too Hot to Handle? I've never seen it. But from what I understand, that's just about not having sex the longest. And uh, this doesn't really involve sex. The best we get is kissing, which is awkward to watch because they're both in like full makeup masks. Yeah. But the one guy who ended up getting with Emma, who was, uh, spoiler alert, Bennett the Mandrill... Uh, he does make out with her before they see each other. And then I don't think you've seen this one either, but Love is Blind. That probably is the most closely related to this. That's about uh, some people who never actually see each other, but I think they hear each other through speakers in a room, and then they get to know each other. When did that come out? I think it came out like maybe a year ago or so. Yeah, because it's based on like that 60s show. I think it was Match Game that Whose Line would always make fun of. Like, what's my perfect date? Or yeah, where would you take me on the perfect date? I think date? you can even see reruns of it on the Game Show Network. But the common denominator between those four shows is the fact that they were incredibly popular on Netflix. I think Too Hot to Handle was probably well, the, the most... Well, The Circle is the most popular, isn't it? The most popular Yeah, but I'm talking about show. romance reality shows. It's uh, got a little bit of romance Too in it. Too Hot to Handle, I think, is the most viewership-wise. But Terrace House does the best review-wise and in terms of like all the different ones that they have i think one even has like an 8.1 on imdb so although the trailer for this show was met with a lot of dislikes terrace house is more about living like there's no prerequisite that you have to join a relationship when you're there yeah but that's kind of the whole entire point of the show it's just about young people living together and seeing what happens yeah but what happens is the fact this isn't big brother But when Sexy Beast came out with its trailer, it got a lot of dislikes. And even yeah, because it seemed like it was going to be like a furry relationship thing. Right, but it made sense why Netflix wanted to pick it up because this wasn't the first time that Sexy Beast was like made. Like it's not. in 2014, I think it was based off of a BBC show, and the BBC show got, I mean, pretty actually good reviews and good viewership wise. But in 2015, A and E then decided to pick it up and even made their own Sexy Beast for the first season. Now a lot of people say that it makes more sense why a and e would pick it up because they're more like the people that kind of do house reconstructions reconstructions and makeup and and all that stuff so people were like i guess more prone to kind of watch it there however of course netflix is a wider array of things but netflix is trying to appeal to like different niches but the problem is right now the competition is for the big audience and the big audiences are going for things like the marvel shows and and they're not looking for like niche stuff to watch well so who do you think this show is then mostly directed towards 
again, the viewers of like The Bachelorette or someone who just wants to completely turn off their brain and likes to see attractive people. Because at the end of the show, when they all take off their masks and stuff, they are all attractive. Like, that's the other thing that kind of makes me sad too, is that there is no like chance that someone's hooking up with like Sir Ugly over here. Like well, that's, one out of 10. Yeah, that's my constant complaint is the fact that they're obviously going to get attractive people. And at least with Love is Blind, which is also the complaint where it's like, they're not going to cast anyone who's unattractive. You at least didn't see their bodies. Like you can kind of tell even with a mask, even if that mask is just completely like an, a different animal or something like that, just by body type, if you're going to be attracted to them. Or not. I, I didn't know what these people look like with their masks on or with a, like what they would look like without them. But that was pretty surprising. I was like, wow. Like with most of them, uh, they, they look completely different. Well, I, I can't yeah. even because full, most of them fully cover your face and it's literally just your eyeballs that stick out. I would not have known Emma from like anyone across the street. So, I, I could have been given like a full like 50 people, 50 girls, and I would not have been able to pick her out. So, yeah, who are, what are the different masks and people that you see in this episode? Uh, Bennett the Mandrill, Archie the Stone Man, and Adam the Mouse. And Adam the Mouse, his costume looked the, probably the ugliest of, out of all of them. <laughs> it, like, I, it was, he was the first one sent home. And yes, it was due to his personality. <laughs> but I think also it felt like Emma the Demon, who is our main girl here. Yeah. It feels like she was kind of going by which costume she liked the most. Like, it felt like there was still, like, an attractiveness factor in it. Well, I, I think so. I think that's kind of the point. Because Kristen Mallet, who is a, and his company, KM Effects, they have worked on different even movies like uh, Mission Impossible. They've also worked on Black Mirror and Harry Potter. They came out with 148 masks for this TV show. And even uh, Mallet kind of said that it was heartbreaking, the fact that they only ended up using 48 for the first season because of how many different types of things that they had to go through. And although the show... Mean? They've had they keep, like they didn't like, use a hundred masks. You make it sound as if they like went through a hell yeah. of a lot to just make them. Yeah, they did because. But like, what end, do you mean by that? Well, with something like the Mask Singer, which this has been compared to a lot, I usually the costumes that would have been awesome fit. if they would have taken the Mask Singer costumes and like had those people try to. That would have well, been. Well, the cool. reason is is well, <laughs> the reason I, why I, they didn't. Yeah, do well, that? no, no. What I'm saying is that like it's it's fit to them. Like the costumes, also, those, the masks those, are fit to them. Those singing ones I know are huge, and they would yeah, like it, they're trying to go on roller coasters and stuff here. So that would be kind of hard to do the full. Right, I even had a question. I even had a question on here later on, which is like, what if they had a celebrity sexy beast thing? Do you think that the viewership for that would rise up? Like they took single piece celebrities and then like tried to make it where they tried to go out with each other by the end of it. I I'm gonna be honest, like this is hard to watch for me, so that would probably make me feel a little sick too. I, I can't You're I can't not. get behind these because they're just so the awkward flirtation that happens on these dates because there's a camera present is always going to be a factor in dating shows. But this this makes it so much worse because you can tell that they're already feeling weird because of the mask that they're looking at. Yeah. And that this just compounds on it. So like a normal date, you don't even necessarily have to flirt with the person. You can just feel that connection. Mm -hmm. But with this, it's like the person she ends up with, especially Bennett the Mandrill, he's just constantly on top of her. And it's like, he, he, yeah. you can tell that like the whole time he's like looking just to get with her. And it's like, okay. And it ends up working out for him. Good for him. Also, well, he got kind of lucky because he got the better dates. I don't know if it was them who got to choose which one they went on. I think it was just picked at random. Because that's really, like, if you got the option to choose between going on a foot massage or going with someone 
on something that's going to get their adrenaline pumping and having a lot of fun with a 21 year old girl you choose the roller coaster ride and the theme park because that's just going to be a heck of a lot better experience yeah and i know that the show you're not the only one that thinks it's awkward it's gone panned <laughs> completely panned but the one praise that, I it's gotten said that it, it has been okay. for the masks yeah the masks. Yeah, the ma- in fact when i first saw the trailer i thought it was cgi I thought yeah. that they had like done something with that, but then now seeing them up close, I, I definitely saw that they were people. Well, Netflix was <laughs> was like when they were pitched the show, we're shown the demon, panda, beaver, troll, scarecrow, zombie, and witch masks. I think all of them show up in the show. Um, but Mallet was asked to produce 44 different characters and for them to be ready on day one. And because everyone has a different head, it was hard for him to kind of imagine what they were going to be able to do to actually use the masks. Besides so the mask, they, was it expensive to shoot? Because it didn't feel like it was too big of a production. You know, it might have been shot during COVID. No, it definitely was shot during COVID. In fact, they couldn't, when the masks were ready, they couldn't like touch them up or anything. They had to make sure that they were good because they weren't going to be allowed to like have any fix ups if they needed to, if the mask didn't work. But, thinking more about that makeout scene then <laughs> it was it was shot in Hertfordshire, southern england and i don't think it had yes because there were two english yeah. people definitely yeah. there were two english people and then there were i think two americans i think emma was american mm-hmm. and then definitely uh adam the mouse and uh archie the snowman had accents and the, the activities that they did i saw that one i think was like a uh, axe throwing competition did that not in this in the first episode they literally go on sort of a uh, just a dinner date to begin, uh, kind of just at a bar, mm-hmm. and they just get to know each other there. And very, and then she immediately picks one to leave, and that's where she was like, "Adam, get out of here, the mouse." <laughs> right. And then he says something like snarky in response, and then he sees what she looks like normally, and he feels bad. <laughs> I saw, I saw that one of the reviews actually said that that scene in particular was good, but everything else was bad which about scene? it. The, the scene in which Adam says a snarky remark and like it kind of pulls you out because that's. Uh, well, you'd Whenever, like to see people be a little bit more honest in these things because the other weird one was at the very end when she chooses the mandrel, which is very obvious that she's going to choose him almost from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing with dating shows. Sometimes it's very odd. Like, what wasn't The Bachelorette this season, the one that yeah. Jimmy Kimmel was always talking yeah. about? Like, she decided to just go with that like one midway guy. midway through, yeah. Even before midway through. I think it was one of the first. But <laughs> she chooses the mandrel. He gets up. They start hugging like really hard, mm-hmm. like heavy petting, hugging. And the stone man guy is just sitting there and they <laughs> zoom in on his face and he's got like teardrops coming on into his yes, eyes. Yes, I, I read about that as well. It's one of those things where they just take the masks off at that moment or do No, then, then they get all dressed up and they meet under like this archway at nighttime and uh, she's like in a red dress. And uh, first she meets the person she didn't choose. So she met um, Archie, the stone man. And uh, he was just like a cool African-American dude. Um, he, he was kind of nerdy. His date definitely did not go like I know I was saying before that our, uh, Bennett was a little handsy, mm-hmm. but he was like the opposite. He didn't really try too much. He said, I'm really cool because I can guess your age. And then he guessed her age. That was the cool part. <laughs> but but other than that, he like you could tell he was kind of inexperienced when it came to dating. So obviously with reality shows, they're going to push a narrative in a different direction, even if that's not how things were really shown on set. Did they try to make you feel like there was an antagonist or protagonist? Like was Adam supposed to be someone that you wanted to see leave? No, or? it was pretty clear that Adam was going to be kicked off, not only because of the way he, he looked, 
but in his mouse costume, but also because they showed him talking over her and they showed Ben at the mandrill and her kind of like hitting it off. The only part that was weird with her answer was that she seemed okay with the idea that, that of being an open relationship. Mm, okay. And <laughs> Ben at the mandrill was not. Well, yeah. <laughs> also, he had some crazy hair at the end, like when he which took off his mask, he, he looks like a mandrill obviously throughout the entire thing until the very end. And then he's got like Fabio hair. He's this, like super long hair, and you could tell that for her, she was like, "Oh, he's very attractive," but like it was a surprise to her. But I, then they start making out again. I tried so hard to figure out how people were picked for this show in particular. Sadly, I don't think any details were released. But when I did information on how, so people that you could get in, for, like you were, yeah, trying to I was, I was really trying. To, <laughs> this has actually been picked up for an additional six episodes, technically a second season, even though it's going to be twelve episodes in full, and the second batch of episodes should be released later on. I don't think there's a time period for it but what i learned is that producers even though they get thousands of auditions to be on shows like this mm -hmm. what they also do is they literally will go out into the streets and try to find people sometimes just to see if they can maybe get someone on the show reminds me of like with kid actors how they find people in like the mall yeah, I think like talent. Like people. I started my career when I was no, picked up on the mall. No, you didn't have any. <laughs> <laughs> so look at me now. <laughs> so you said that it's definitely hard to watch. Uh, is it legitimately bad or look, is it it's just better trash than, and cheesy? It's better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like four furries, like people who are really into mm -hmm. that stuff. Yeah. And uh, it ended up just being a reality dating show that I would never want to watch again. <laughs> and it had sort of a host that was. Kind of, kind of reminiscent of the um, the Wipeout Lady. It's yeah, it's Natasha Byer. It's Rob Delaney, and he's known from a show called Catastrophe. But he also was at least Catastrophe is the Peter whatever show. Well, it's weird you say Peter because he also played Peter in Deadpool too, which is kind of an infamous scene in my mind after they jump out of the helicopter, who's... and Peter's the one who's talking about how there's going to be strong winds that day. Ah, uh, yes, the uh, Brad Pitt cameo. Yeah, but, he, but Peter's the one that doesn't have any powers. Yeah, so he does the voice for this. He yeah. made one funny joke where they were having that massage uh, for their feet or whatever, and he was talking about, like, this may gross you out, and it was grossing me out because they were, like, <laughs> putting oil all over it, and then, but, but for some of us, it doesn't. And it was like... <laughs> Yeah, I have I have a series of corny true, jokes. I have a series of true or false um, kind of things that happen to the show. Now again, it's just either true or false. It, there can be all true, all false, or somewhere in between. That's how it works. But the original idea for the show was a prosthetics-based dating reality show requiring participants to obscure their identities. Miss Date Fire would involve a man hoping to date a woman and would first meet her while dressed in Miss Doubtfire-like clothes. Miss Doubtfire every time. Yeah, like Miss Doubtfire-like clothes. But if you, so it would just be the same costume for every single person. I think it was going to be different costumes, but it was going to be uh, at least closely related to the movie. No, wait, wait, okay. Next or like well, true or false? Yeah. Um, false because it's very specific to Mrs. Doubtfire. What? True. Okay, no, I'm still confused about that one. We'll have to go over it after. All right, and then uh, in season one, episode five of the reality show, The Choice, it was, do you remember that? It was, like, based off of The Voice, but it was where, like, one Yeah, so it, the, yeah. that's what I feel like this show should be, is it's, like, The Voice where someone can, walks out there and starts talking, and then someone hits the button if they want to date them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shane, who went on a date with Sophie Monk, was introduced to a friend of hers who later went on to marrying one of Shane's friends, Simon Walter the creator of sexy beasts false yeah you got that correct 
Uh, Wired said, if anything, Sexy Beast is the rare show that feels like it would have worked better as a Queeby offering if True. each episode was... Uh, we're done with true or false. Okay. Uh, you got most of them correct. But if each episode was, say, five minutes long, it'd be a stronger product as the premise and the end reversal are the only compelling parts. Wait, how would it be five minutes long? Because it would be on Queeby. That, that would be... Like, they just, like, rush through it. <laughs> they they can't add any fluff to it. It's got to be just, like, straight up the, the lines that sell. That well, would be funny. I, I would watch at least one of those <laughs> just to see how it came across because it would be so over edited to the point where it would literally just be either so basic each time that it would just be like repeating the same one mm-hmm. or they would have to get super specific and there would just be it would be like a preview for each one that you would just be watching <laughs> yeah so well, you could just make fun of the trailers i know some people were mad that they didn't actually show them working on any of the makeup it was just like at yeah, first you see them and yeah then they spent suddenly... so many time or so much time showing them just like kind of posing with it and literally doing like model like push your hair up and like kissy face towards the camera and stuff yeah. like that they could have just shown you like fast forward of the makeup being put on it would have been yeah I, the people were saying it would have been interesting like that the guardian stated the problem with artificial con- constructs such as mass dates are that they don't teach us anything about contemporary dating these shows also tend if you're to conceive... watching this to learn something about dating then you've got a well <laughs> so these shows also tend to conceive of dating in a very narrow sense you took a what was it that in that class uh you took like a sex and violence class, or yeah what? sex and violence and film Class. yeah where you had to watch different like su- different movies, movies tv or shows whatever. yeah like did you have to watch any of these type of shows no i don't think they, they didn't do a lot of reality shows the whole entire on basis, purpose because they're so fake well also the <laughs> basis of it is the fact of how it's portrayed in media just like from someone's mind do we get uh, to see how these relationships work like well decider came out with an article about like i think six hours ago talking about where the relationships were mm-hmm. from what i remember i don't think any of them lasted lasted or yeah yeah, or just, there's just not enough information to be able to tell. I think that the, I think the one that you watched, I don't think that they're together anymore. I could so. sort of tell like that she was really into him when he was a mandrill, but when he <laughs> wasn't a mandrill, it was probably like a one night stand. So when the issue. mystery like kind of was revealed back that it wasn't too much. Yeah. <laughs> the guy had too much air. it's really impossible to tell how fans are going to react on imdb it has a 6.0 with like 26 reviews however when it had like 13 reviews at a 5.6 it went from being so. like you know when a new show comes out on netflix and it's right there in front of you whenever you log in yeah it's like the number one thing it, with the banner wasn't there this by the next day when i logged in like it was already giving me an ad and maybe that's just because of my normal like it's the algorithm Mm -hmm. um but it could just also be that there weren't enough clicks on it and they wanted to put the how to sell drugs online fast season three on there more oh that's the number one on trending now i'll also end by saying that mallet said that his favorite creations came uh in episode two and three episode two he said that the beaver was very hard to make but that oh i know which one because they showed you the next time on oh they did yeah one of those promos uh the beaver was he felt like when he was able to accomplish that he had like completed a challenge in episode three he said it was his favorite the tin man which involves a headpiece from the back and a face piece and a chin so it's like one of the most i guess complex ones and i say before they use latex because people have different heads so that it would like fit them correctly because otherwise they weren't they weren't sure what they were going to do that's the only unique thing about this entire show it's just the masks. Yeah, that, again, that's the only praise it's gone, as well as the premise. But again, the premise is just kind of based off of just two other masks. shows. Yeah, so. Okay. Well, that's our review. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Bye.